Ladies and gentlemen, the presidents of the United States. Welcome back to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 95 for the week of February 15th, 2010. I'm Adam, and here's Doug. Welcome all. We're so glad to be back with you. Yes, very much. Okay. That was my weirdness for tonight. <laughs> uh, okay, contact information, 641-715-3900. I'm going blind. Uh, anyway, uh, 53056 is the extension. You can also reach us by email at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Uh, let's see. You can also follow us on Twitter. As we said, we're always looking for more uh, informative people on Twitter. And so if you join along, then we can all give a, give off some uh, good travel plans together and maybe fill in those little gaps when you don't know where you're going to go or what you want to do or how much it's going to be or where to stay and things like that. Uh, let's see. You can also catch up with us on Flickr. And uh, join up with our group, and you can submit pictures, and we'll be all happy together looking at our photos. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I think you can also go to our website, pull over our, uh, our content page. Content? No. <laughs> contact, contact page. There we go. Whew. Anyway, uh, <laughs> contact page. You can fill out some information there, and, uh, and we'll be happy little campers because you've contacted us. And let's see here. We, you can also catch up with us on YouTube. And uh, look for great and exciting videos all the time coming from us. Some are informative, and some of them are just plain fun. Uh, Also, you know what's something we never mentioned, and we we talked about a little bit this week? On our Flickr account, it's not always just photos. Uh, You can put up to 90-second videos on there, and we do that when I don't find out hardly anybody else who's done it. But we do that, so you'll find whenever we have something that... Uh, it's not worth whatever five minutes or you know, but it's also good stuff. Instead of just kind of throwing it in the can, we put it up on Flickr so you can see mm-hmm. things that are going on there. And they're all public, so you don't right. even have to be a member of Flickr to, to view them. Right. So. so go check that out. Okay. So on this week's show, we're gonna f- go into the flavor of the holiday, which of course we live in the United States and it's President's Day. Uh, well, this week is President's Day, and so. What other than to have an attraction about presidents? So there we go. The new Hall of Presidents opened in July of 2009. We're going to cover that. We're going to cover a little bit more of the changes that happened. We also have a travel segment with some interesting new things that have been just announced, fresh off the presses, and yeah, and then our commentary and whatever else we decided. And our, our our banter. Our banter. Yes. yes. All right. So hang with us, and we'll be back with the travel segment in a jiffy. My travels, I like to drive, headed toward the sunset in my ride. Switch the speakers to stereo mode, traveling down the road. Hey everybody, welcome to the travel segment. And this week, Adam's got all the travel goodies for us. What a surprise. Go, Adam. (laughs) All right. Most of it's Disney related, of course. We're talking about Disney this week. 
But there's something I was watching TV this week, and this website popped up on an advertisement, and I decided to check it out. And I was like, wow, this is really, in my opinion, pretty decent. So here it is. It's a website. Big surprise. Kayak.com. K-A-Y-A-K.com. And basically what it is, is it's, it's another search engine similar to, you know, like a travel search engine, Travelocity, Expedia, all that kind of stuff. However, this one is unique in that it compares a lot of those sites all in one click. Um, I was looking at it earlier today and there was some kind of neat things. Uh, first off, there also is an iPhone app. So if you're an iPhone or iPod Touch user or owner, you can download that and it gives you instant access. But anyway... Uh, all you have to do is really, if you want to go off the cuff and just say, hey, we're going to take a vacation from this date to this date, pop that in there, and it will and it will, it will ask you where. Obviously, you want to know where. Uh, but if you, you can even put in generic stuff, and it'll start to populate it for you. Um, like, for example, I was thinking, um, I've heard of, what was I thinking of? South Beach. I don't know. There's a South Beach in uh, Martha's Vineyard. There's a South Beach in Miami. I think there's even a South Beach in California, maybe. Yeah, uh, uh, no. I don't know. No. no? No? No. Okay. And I just started typing it in while all these things Long started. Beach in California. Long Beach in California. I Anyway, I started just looking, and all of a sudden, these things started popping up. Uh, one thing, actually, one out of South Beach, what I put in, it ended up saying uh, something about uh, South Carolina, and it uh, not not South Beach in Cal- South Carolina, but it had to do with um, Myrtle Beach, and so okay. because I don't know. Anyway, um, my point in saying so it kind that of fills is, in the gaps. You just throw does. anything in there and, and you let can, it go. Well, then once you pick whatever you want, then you can be more specific after that. Then you know I picked uh, I think Miami Beach or something like that. Clicked on it. And it just did a search. And um, it just gave me, there are so many options. There's an option for hotel, just looking for a hotel for that time. There's a vacation tab, which kind of gives you just an option. Of course, you'll need some place to stay. It usually, after you click the place to stay, it goes to, well, do you want a flight? Uh, you know, and then you say yes and continue. And, it, and this goes through the process. And the very first page is what gives you that first search engine that gives you those four websites all in different tabs or different um, pages and so you can continue on each of those tabs as in other words um, it doesn't go all right in one there's four different pages right off the bat so you have okay. to go through each one individually to go Which, through and figure okay, it out. Okay but, but you can see the comparison on price right mm-hmm. off the bat. Oh yeah. And then you're just looking for details. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And the cool thing is there's ratings right there. So I was looking and it said oh this one was the cheapest and I looked and it was like one star, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't that's think why that's it's a the good cheapest. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, check that out on your own time. I uh, don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Something cool just found. Okay, so we're gonna move on to some Disney news. Just um, let's talk about this. It's been out for I don't know a couple of weeks. We have talked about the uh, the deal that Disney's got going on right now, where if you book a, I forget what it is. It's like a six-day Magic Your Way package. You get some gift cards along with it. Yeah. Well, this one is just the resort deals. And the the deal is save 25 to 40% off. And now the dates have been moved from, I think it was starts in March. Actually, yeah, March through August. August 14th. And you have to book this by March 27th to get this deal. But basically, it's... Um, for a value resort, you get 25% off. For a moderate, it's another percent off. This is off good because we just discussed this. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I've I've held now for, what, two years, I think? Two or three years, a 
Uh, I've got four days left on a non-expiration. Oh yeah, uh, you still have a your hopper. Yeah. yeah, and but it seemed like every time that I would think about using it, they would always sell a package to where, mm-hmm. oh no, you have to buy the tickets along with it. And so I was never really given the capability of using it and still getting the discounts. So mm-hmm. that's actually pretty good. So anyway, that's something cool that Disney's got going, and they've extended it through the summer. So there it is, peak season, and they're still cutting deals. That must mean that they're still expecting attendance. So you book by March 27th, and you can use it up through, like, beginning of August, right? August 14th is the last day that you can book it through. So something cool. And, of course, if they don't get enough bookings, they may move that date back and, uh, who knows, try to get Well, like I said, I I really felt like when Iger made the statement uh, earlier in the year that he felt like they were going to start pulling back on discounts because he felt as the economy as though the economy was beginning to grow and i thought mm, yeah i don't i don't know where you're at not so, yet not yeah yet. not yet mm-hmm. but yeah i just felt like maybe maybe he jumped ahead of the gun a little bit so i don't know i mean there can be many things that uh, go into the factor of why he would make a statement like that and so it is what it is Okay, now we transition into even more Disney news. This is not necessarily travel news. Something straight out of the parks this week. Something very exciting. And maybe we'll talk about it. First of all, the Electric Light Parade, Main Street Electrical Light Parade, is returning to this the is, Magic this Kingdom. This is fresh news, yes. man. I didn't know anything about this. So. And the if you know anything about it, it went away oh, in 2001. Awesome. They um, actually still do it in, uh, in Tokyo California. Disney. They do it in Tokyo Disney, though, also. Oh, okay. Spectro Magic, I think it is. No, Spectro Magic is the one that's okay. here in Disney World. Oh, yeah, okay. this is called the Main Street Electrical Light. <laughs> Sorry, Park. you don't know. <laughs> but, maybe you don't it, know the difference. I know that because I've heard the music from it, and the one in Disney uh, in Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah, okay. I've heard the music from it. Well, anyway, this one is—it's um, similar to Spectro Magic, but there, are, it's. I remember the, music the Electric is Light Parade. I was a little kid okay. when I was there. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's like that funky keyboard the, yeah, was, 80s thing. Oh yeah, it was awesome. In fact, and the lights were incredible. They yeah. said they're going to bring that that music, that same music back. So see that would be now. It's supposed to be new and updated. So um, we'll see what what comes out of that. But supposedly it's this summer. I don't. They didn't really give a date. Maybe June is probably when they'll start that up again. Along with that, they're also going to revamp their nighttime spectacular that um, over in the Magic Kingdom. And it's going to be called Summer Night Tastic. And what is the uh, fireworks show that they're eliminating? Well, Adam? I believe <laughs> I, they didn't say they're eliminating, but I okay. almost assume that they are going to be eliminating wishes. And uh, Doug's favorite fireworks wishes. show on property is wishes. <laughs> we, you know, we, we hadn't even recorded, no, so I, maybe no, our no. listeners don't even know what wishes sounds like. No, so. that's true. They may not. Yeah, but no. anyway, it's got. It's got kind of like a young kid feel to it. It's the Magic Kingdom type, but uh, yeah. Anyway, Doug didn't like it very much. I was uh, uh, the fireworks show was incredible. Yes, yes. The music was a little too happy sometimes mm. for me. Well, so it's not happy. It was kind of like psychotic happy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Man. All right. Well, <laughs> Adam's ready to move on. Anyway, um, we'll see what happens with the summer night tastic, and uh, we probably won't make it to it this summer, but. We'll we'll look online and see what people are saying about the electric it light parade, man. I'm I'm jazzed about that. Mm-hmm. Seriously, yeah. if you, have you, so you've never seen it, right? I've never. You were, yeah, you were like, well, yeah, I you was were there probably not even conceived yet or <laughs> something. I don't know. 2001. I mean, come on. Is that really? Time. That's when it went away. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, anyway, um, something else. I didn't tell you this yet. Uh, also, along the same line, t- time frame, they are going to be sort of revamping the Tower of Terror. It's going to be called... Uh, it's still going to be called Tower of Terror. Sorry, they're not changing the name. 
but they're going to put fireworks on it. It's called Nemo's Tower of Terror, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Stitch's Tower of Terror. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they're going to put fireworks on the building. Really? And they're gonna, And they're also going to add new drop sequences. I don't know what that means. I didn't see a full report. I just saw some things. So anyway... And, it, and the only thing I can think is that one... Drop rem- sequences. Remember yeah. when the Tower of Terror opened in uh, in uh, France? Not- oh, yeah it, was, yeah. it was in Paris. Yeah, Paris. Yeah, in Paris. And they did that lighting thing oh, with there was it a, Oh, that. yeah, yeah. That's right. I wonder the if they're going to do that. Where it was like a package being torn yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. And then people's faces and stuff were sticking out. I kind of wonder if they're going to do... Not necessarily the lighting stuff, Yeah, go on YouTube, anybody, if you're wondering what we're talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. There's awesome video about what they did. Uh, the entire theming. They put old style like 1930s cars yeah. and changed the town and had people walk in the street. Well, they had actors walking oh, around. Yeah, it was and, incredible. And they did it all. The fog. Yeah. It suddenly lifted. The fog suddenly lifted and it suddenly became a stormy night. You've got to see it. Just, it. just like go to YouTube. Yeah. Anybody. Seriously. It is Go to YouTube cool. and watch it. Yeah. It's so. a really, really, really good video. So I'm really curious if that is might be replacing Phantasmic maybe on some nights or... Oh, I don't know. Who knows? That would you be know, interesting. Stand It'd in be the more interactive than mm-hmm. just sitting in bleachers and watching Fantasmic. Yeah. Even though I've never seen Fantasmic and you have. It's we've done a show on it, so it, I like it better than Wishes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah. yeah but okay. It's not saying much for you, but so. yeah, I like hot coffee spilled on me better than no. I just not, that's not nice. Come on, no. Uh, wishes was, was Wishes was not all that bad. It was just yeah. it was the music. It was the music. Just yeah. Kinda, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was like yeah. Anyway, it was rough. Okay. Before I forget too, I do want to throw in, and this is for. For local, I think, people here in Ohio. Oh, yeah. There's a store chain here in Ohio, a grocery store chain, whatever, called Giant Eagle. And in that store, and you can do it online also, you can buy gift cards. Giant Eagle has a thing where for every $50 you spend there, you get $0.20 cents off in gas. Well, they're now selling gift cards to Disney. And that's, to, I believe, to Disneyland and Disney World, Disney mm-hmm. in general. So you can use those it, in either place. Cruise Line, it works uh, right. online any, any even. Of it. Anything that's Disney, Disney online. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, they are also selling them for a show that we just did, what, last week, week before, on uh, Universal. Mm-hmm. So it might be a good time if you're thinking about going to Universal, you happen to live local, go in there, buy your gift cards. They also sell them for Southwest Airlines and a lot mm-hmm. of places like that. So if you're local and you want to save some money on gas while at the same time booking your, you know, buying buying gift cards to pay for your trip as you're going to do anyway mm-hmm. uh, then you might go over there and check that out or buy them online and the gas station that is at least local to our town is called get go and i believe it's owned by giant eagle so right you obviously if there's only a giant eagle in your town and there's not a get go you're not going to get the fuel perks from it but uh, anyway that's something cool too to yeah i just you- i saw it and i thought you know what it's something that i always said that if they did it for disney i would buy the cards from yeah. there and so that's what I'm going to do. Well, actually, I have one hanging on my wall right there. Oh, cool. That's, yes, you do. Because my wife got it for Christmas. So anyway, that's what it looks like. Fabulous. Yeah. So, so no, that's great. And at yeah. the same time, as I said, you save money on, on gasoline, mm-hmm. which I know nobody really needs to save money on gasoline these days. But <laughs> anyway. So Okay. That's the travel segment. That's it. See ya. Now we on move on to the Hall of Presidents, straight out of the Magic Kingdom in Florida. And this is the updated one. Yes. Uh, Adam was there after it opened. Uh, when I was there, uh, it was still it closed up. Opened. Yeah, they mm-hmm. were still. Uh, yeah, they were still working on it. Yeah. So. Okay, so uh, this new attraction, it, it really has been. Uh, actually, let, let me throw this out there. 
Show 10, way back, a long time ago, we covered it. We covered the old one. We covered the old one. Right. And so we just we, have video of it, too, but we never put that yeah, out. Yeah, we should have. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, well. And maybe at some point. It's not, like I said, mm-hmm. I don't want us to just start throwing video out for video's sake. Exactly. And at some point, we'll throw it out, and if you, a lot of people have seen it. The and, thing was there forever. And if you want to see it, just let us know. I mean, yeah, we'll I'll put just it put it out there for you, so... Um, anyway, so we talked a lot about the ho- the Hall of Presidents attraction on that show. I don't believe we talked a lot, but we tried to at least give it enough feel so you, the audio had some context to it. This new attraction, well, I keep saying new, they've really done a good job with refurbing it in more than one way. Obviously, when they usually refurb it, they usually add another president because in um, the Hall of Presidents, at one point, if you've never been on it, the president that is the current president ends up speaking as a part. And of course, these are all animatronics, so the presidents are all, you know, not real. I mean, they're animatronics. But uh, there also is a storyline to it, and they really kind of took the storyline from the old one and completely rewrote it, redid everything. They have a new narrator. Morgan Freeman is the uh, commentator, or well, not N- commentator. narrator. Narrator. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of narrator. And, uh, and it's got a new digital display. fresh. Mm-hmm. feel to it i mean it really and we were talking about this on our ride it sounds uh, much more personal with mm-hmm. like a personal one-on-one with the presidents uh whether you go from washington whether you go to uh clinton whether you go to whoever uh you feel much uh, a more kind of personal connection mm-hmm. with them as uh, a human being not as just a president yeah exactly and that's why they wrote this one to be more about the people themselves uh the other attraction the old one was kind of based on just the office itself office of the president and kind of a little bit of history there this is more geared towards them so you get different things like you get lincoln lincoln actually stands up by himself in the middle of with the curtains off down no one else is showing but him and he stands up the animatronic and uh he gives a little spiel on uh you know well you'll hear along it in the with audio, some but, other thoughts personal mm-hmm. thoughts of yeah. his that he doesn't give but they give him in the film mm-hmm. now washington i want to ask you washington stands up and speaks yeah, yes, he's correct. he's standing there speaking. I'm trying to hit some of the things that okay. didn't happen in the old. Yeah, one. I was gonna say that too. Yeah, new on this one too. Washington didn't speak on the other one. He just kind of nodded or whatever when they called his name. On this one, he actually does talk. And uh, yeah, it's an animatronic. Then, okay. He's standing next to the new president, which is of course uh, President Obama. Right. But he gets to just give you an address to the audience as the animatronic. So. Okay. Also, I was surprised that they spent as much time as they did with Andrew Jackson. And oh. I haven't listened back to the old one yet. I don't think that they spent that much time on mm-hmm. him. But so there's got to be a narrative. There's got to be a reason why they spent. I think it was more of he was like the common man's president. Oh. That's mm-hmm. kind of how they, if you listen to the audio, it's kind of how they framed him yeah. as being more the common man, even through statements that he made, mm-hmm. that he would much rather have a laborer, or a farm worker, or things like that than a, than a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, representing him and his government. I'm curious so. if the Imagineers who wrote it might have had a, a little bit of an interest more in him, and maybe they decided to focus on him well, yeah, a little more. Probably too. more interesting so. story, mm-hmm. and so they threw that in there. Yeah. That's what's different about this one. It's not. It's kind of dry. You're cutting out there. I keep am. keep going. It's not there, as am I dry now. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not as dry as the other one. The other one was very presidential, mm-hmm. and this one is more about yeah. Hey. Here, here we are all gathered in a room together. Kind of like they, they know that the audience is there mm-hmm. and that they're really speaking to them. Yeah. Where the other one, you don't know 
I mean, who are they speaking to? Right, right. Obviously. Uh, it's more like you're going to turn on the History Channel and just kind of watch TV, maybe right. even the old one. Yeah. But the new one, yeah, it kind of draws you in. and Yeah. And, of course, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll speak while you want to get your paper there. I'll talk about the digital displays. The digital displays are, um, yeah, while there is a center display that you kind of watch a movie, uh, eventually there are two screens on the left and the right that kind of span almost like a semicircle, and those open up. And just the continuity of how well the graphics all blend together and it just the quality is just has been much, much improved over the old one. Um, that's even only part of it, and that's stuff that I've just picked up right from being there. I don't even know if they did anything um, with like the upholstery or anything that I saw. I mean, I couldn't really tell the seats. You mean the upholstery the seats, in the theater? Like the seats. The seats yeah. are like a velvet seat, and uh, I think it. I don't know if anything. It's probably it looks the like same, the curtains at least were on the stage on mm -hmm. the, in the video. Yeah, uh, the curtains look new. Mm. So okay. So I think that they or did maybe they that. cleaned them. They could have cleaned them too. It could be some of that stuff was really old. Mm. I mean, yeah, it was really old. Well, if so. I don't know when the last time they refurbed it. I mean, obviously when Bush became president, they did, which was yeah. All they did though was him. I think that's it. They really? didn't really update. So that yeah, was most like of the time it was just the same mm -hmm. uh, film and same stuff going on behind, mm -hmm. and then they would add in the, the new speech. Yeah, and it was even the same lead up to the new president. Oh they would yeah, add, obviously add his name in. But then the same lead up as to, and now the president of the United States, and he would stand yeah. and speak. Hmm. And so it was the same lead in each time. That reminds me, too. I remember when this first came out in uh, July of this year, uh, well, last year, 2009, um, the White House had some videos up online of the Imagineers coming in, and they kind of did a little spiel, and it was like, yeah. wow, this is cool. And they basically, what happened is they had to re record. Uh, President Obama's inauguration speech. Yeah, because it was because, messed up. Yeah, because it was messed up. But um, he didn't really know much about it, and so the Imagineers gave him this book, picture book that just kind of, because of course he didn't have any time to learn yeah. the history of the Hall of Presidents in Disney World, and they just quickly went through it, told him what it was about. They had a camera there, and he goes, well, what's the camera for? And they said, well, that's just for our reference so that we can mimic your mimic your well, so voice yeah, and how you speak create the dude too, so though, that right? they create the dude with their yeah. animatronic and so that kind of stuff is like whoa that's pretty cool yeah so uh anyway that was on the white house website um before i, I don't forget know. too yeah, uh, and i know that we haven't seen it but bob if you're listening out there bob has been to disneyland i don't know if he's been there and seen the uh the new uh lincoln exhibit there oh yeah where he stands up and speaks i just wondered if they use some of the same material and mm -hmm. vocalizing and stuff in the uh, Hall of Presidents in Dis Disney World as is being used in Disneyland and that yeah. exhibit there. Because um, Lincoln does stand up and do his Yeah, it's not called Hall of Presidents. I forget what it's called. No, no. It's like a, um, something Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. it's, it's just based off him. It's not necessarily right, the yeah, president. Right, yeah. It's just him. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. The amazing um, Mr. Lincoln. or I don't know. That well, we can right. look it up. But, yeah. Anyway, um, Bob, definitely, or anybody, if you're listening and you've been there and you know what it's about, um, and what the difference is, sure, we'd be glad to hear from you, and we'll talk about it in the next I'd just next be curious show. to see if they're doubling up, using some of the same uh, audio in mm -hmm. both places. So Yeah, definitely. It's not a big so. deal. They are. I just Whatever. I just wondered. I was curious. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. Okay, well, I think it's about time we play some audio, don't you? Yeah. It's a pretty long clip, um, so sit back Really, relax. everybody, if you think this is going to be boring, the first time I heard it, I was... Uh, 
I was kind of impressed. I thought this is much more entertaining mm -hmm. than the other one was. The other one wasn't horrible, but this is entertaining. It it gives you a little more interest into the lives of the president, not necessarily if you disagree with their politics or whatever, whatever. But this is just in what they dealt with, how just throughout each president and uh, their different. That's true, and yeah. what they dealt with. Yeah, yeah. And so. you, I mean, just the personal renderings of especially Lincoln. There's some stuff that comes forth with him reading, kind of like it would have been from his personal notes and his own thoughts, mm -hmm. that really kind of hit me. Yeah, and I thought, yeah, okay, that that's good. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. Okay. Listen. All right. Have fun. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men. too much of me. I walk on untrodden ground. There is scarcely any part of my conduct which may not hereafter be drawn into precedent. In the end, Washington set the most important precedent of all. The man who could have been king stepped down after two terms in office and took his place again amongst the people. By insisting that he was, above all other things, one of us, he made it possible for any of us to dream of serving the nation in its highest office. And one day, sure enough, it came to pass that a man who wasn't an aristocrat aspired to the office of president. 
Andrew Jackson was a battle-forged frontiersman. And according to his predecessor, President John Quincy Adams, a barbarian who cannot write a sentence of grammar and can hardly spell his own name. To which Jackson merely replied, It's a damn poor mind indeed that can't think of at least two ways to spell a word. He may have lacked a formal education, but he was tough and brilliant. Just the ticket for a new nation of Americans struggling to turn a dream into an enduring reality. They swept Jackson into office by a landslide, and then descended on his inauguration, determined to shake his hand in person. Why, 20,000 country people shove to get in the door, no. track their muddy boots across the carpet. And my dear, they would be here still if we hadn't placed tubs of punch out on the lawns. Washington's elite fumed, but Jackson loved it. For these were his people. He was proud to be one of us. I do not forget that the planter, the farmer, the mechanic, and the laborer form the great body of the people of the United States. They are the bone and sinew of this country. But Andrew Jackson would wage a mighty struggle to hold that great body of people together. State by state, a monstrous injustice that had haunted the country since its beginning was now tearing it apart. As civil war threatened, we searched deep in our heartland for a leader equal to the ordeal ahead. It was perhaps a vindication of the American dream that we found a plain-spoken, self-taught lawyer from Illinois whose campaign platform could be summed up in five simple words. All men are created equal. I say this government cannot endure permanently half slave and half free. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Abraham Lincoln's words touched the hearts of reasonable men. And in 1860, we sent him to Washington where he would face the hardest task that any American president would ever face. I know there is a God, and that he hates injustice and slavery. I see the storm coming. I know his hand is in it. If he has a place, work for me. And I think he has. I believe I'm ready. I am nothing. But truth is everything. And with God's help, I shall not fail. April 12, 1861. Fort Sumter. The cannon spoke for war. Bitter, violent, and devastating. The blood of half a million Americans was shed in the dark days of our Civil War. But as the sun rose on the cold November day in 1863, Thousands of Americans gathered on the battlefield in Gettysburg to hear President Abraham Lincoln give meaning 
worthwhile sacrifice. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation. Conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that that nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men living and dead who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note nor long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us the living, rather, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us, that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion. That we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation, under God, shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. This nation did have a new birth of freedom. And as our frontiers pushed west, we looked for new leaders that embodied our bold and new spirit. Leaders like Theodore Roosevelt, born to wealth and privilege, but imbued with the spirit of the American frontier. He rode with cowboys and led his rough riders up San Juan Hill during the Spanish-American War. This kind-hearted, tough guy fought against monopolies, and for the working class. We called him Teddy. Anything else would have been far too formal. He even refused to call his official residence the executive mansion. To him, it was just a house. It was just a white house. And so, it would always be called. Three decades later, his distant cousin Franklin Delano Roosevelt would occupy that same White House and lead the country through its hardest trials since the Civil War. A world war was looming, and the Great Depression had paralyzed a great nation. The president we called upon to lead us through those hard times was himself paralyzed by polio. But with determined optimism, he had triumphed and now he was ready to share his cheerful strength with a badly frightened people. 
During FDR's fireside chats on the radio, entire cities came to a standstill and listened to the people themselves. Let us unite in banishing fear. Together, we cannot fail. In a calm and reassuring voice, he called out to America, and America answered back. We're just modest, middle-class people having lost what little we have. My savings are tied up in a closed bank. I believe that you will guide us through these dark days. Protect us from that conflict in Europe, dear president. And I expect to be in service shortly. Now we know we are not fighting alone. I feel that at last we can hope. With that hope, we began to believe in the future again. FDR had reminded us of the power of the American dream. Sixteen years later, America's youngest elected president once again called upon the power of the people to change the world. Let the word go forth from this time and place to friend and foe alike that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans. John F. Kennedy's stirring words ushered in a historic decade of civic activism in which ordinary Americans struggle to right old wrongs and chart new frontiers of possibility. It has always been the role of presidents to remind us of our roots, to call us to the future. In their best moments, they speak words that are already there in our hearts, especially in times of tragedy. I would have given the letter not to be standing here today. We mourn seven heroes. We mourn their loss as a nation together. You have lost too much, but you have certainly not lost America. Or we will stand with you. John Tyler, 
James K. Polk, Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore, Franklin Pierce, James Buchanan, Abraham Lincoln, Andrew Johnson, Ulysses S. Grant, Rutherford B. Hayes, James A. Garfield, Chester A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, William McKinley, Theodore Roosevelt, William Howard Taft, Woodrow Wilson, Warren G. Harding, Calvin Coolidge, Herbert Hoover, Franklin D. Roosevelt, Harry S. Truman, Dwight D. Eisenhower, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon B. Johnson, Richard M. Nixon, Gerald R. Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George Bush, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush. And now we come to the present, a present that is rooted in our past. For all of Liberty's leaders have one thing in common, one trust they all accepted. My fellow citizens, no event could have filled me with greater anxieties than that notification on the 14th day of April, 1789, that you had selected me to lead our nation. But it was with the confidence of my fellow citizens that I took an oath. 35 simple words that have been repeated by every American president throughout history. As long as that oath is taken and solemnly fulfilled, the American dream will endure. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help me God. Ladies and gentlemen, President Barack Obama. The American dream is as old as our founding, but as timeless as our hopes. It is reborn every day in the heart of every child who wakes up in a land of limitless possibilities, in a country where we the people means all the people. We may come from different places and believe in different things, but what makes us American is a shared spirit, a 
spirit of courage and determination, of kindness and generosity. It is a spirit grounded in the wisdom of the generations that have gone before us, but open to the unimagined discoveries and possibilities on the horizon that lies ahead. Let us enjoy it, cherish it, defend it, and pass it on to our children as the bright and beautiful blessing it is, this enduring American dream. Okay, well, hopefully you enjoyed that. That was, uh, in my mind, great place to go. Um, yeah, it's really, I think it's not just an attraction where you go in mm-hmm. and get cooled off yeah, and it uh, is, sit and relax. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. still a great place to do that, but it actually is kind of entertaining. It doesn't yeah. just kind of put you to sleep now. Um, as always, we will have attraction photos up on Flickr, so you'll get to see some screenshots, especially of uh, George Washington speaking Abraham Lincoln, I have a shot of them. I have a wide shot. We have a wide shot of the whole presidents and also of President Obama. I know what I have to ask you, too, because I listened to the audio. If anybody listens to this with headphones on, at one point you said something to Jamie, your wife. You said, it's Bill Clinton, and he's shaking hands or something like that. And I just wondered what it was. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You you kind of struck that on me as a surprise. And I'm uh, like... I always have to do this, everybody, at least once in each show. So, <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, you gotta listen. I have to no it. clue. Just I'll have to go to back it. and listen closely because okay. I don't. I mean, I listened to it in the car. Well, a couple just days listen, ago, everybody. You'll hear it. <laughs> you hear him whisper it to his wife. Something about Bill Clinton and shaking hands. Maybe it was the fact that the animatronic itself was kind of doing that. Oh, could be. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember. Or yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. know. It's so. good though. It's good. It yeah, gives yeah. somebody else. All right, all right. It gives somebody <laughs> else context to listen to the other stuff that's going on while you're in there. Uh, so cool. It's fun. Okay. Um. So anyway, photos on Flickr. We also are going to release a video this week. Right. It will be on this feed with iTunes and stuff, and of course we'll put it up on our YouTube account. Um. I'm not sure if I'll use the whole thing, but uh, we'll see what it's like. Uh, it's a really good video. It's filmed with s- high definition, nice high thanks. definition camera. Mm-hmm. Same Special camera you used to film the space shuttle. Yes, launch, right. Roy, yes. Roy did that. His camera and right. his uh, hard drive camera and everything. So it it worked out. Um. Yeah. So other than that, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, obviously, we hit Disney this week. We weren't on Disney last week, but uh, for Disney fans, hopefully you catch all our shows. I think. And I'll say it again, we're, gonna, we're really trying to hit every attraction mm, in all the Disney parks. And yeah. At some point, we would love to move on to Disneyland and begin to hit all those. Mm-hmm. And then and Universal Studios to, now. And we've got to... Let me say it. Tokyo Disney. Tokyo Disney. <laughs> yeah. Adam has to listen to me rant all the time about <laughs> Disney, Tokyo Disney, really yeah. Tokyo Disney Sea. So. That's his favorite park, and he's never been there. Right. So. Yeah, it's my goal to be there. Yeah. So, anyway, just cool. go online, everybody, and check it out if you know nothing about it. The places, Disney Sea is it's extravagant. Maybe so. we should do a show on it sometime. Well, we can try. I yeah, mean, I we mean, won't have audio, but. No. All right. Yeah. 
Well, it, hey, if anyone has audio and wants to send us, we'd love to. That would be we, awesome. Or if you want to share your story about this. Yeah. Shit, it's we, just, it's incredible. We try not to do shows that we don't have audio because we like to take you there. Uh, so anyway, um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Don't I hope forget. everybody is uh, staying warm out there. Yeah. It's been horrendous. Well, the it's, last couple it's weeks. at least a little warmer in the south than it was earlier in the season. Yeah. Florida's getting warmer now, but um, for and anybody in We've lost New York and D.C. and Philadelphia yeah. and the rest of them. They're buried under like we thought we got 40 done. inches of snow. Yeah. So, so. this is uh, quite the year. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, I was going to say we're on sh- today's you know ending show num- 95. Uh, we're coming up on show 100, and we still haven't figured out what we're going to do yet. Listen, but. I'm going to make it really obnoxious if somebody doesn't send us something, okay? <laughs> It'll be really weird and obnoxious. Wow. So you don't want that to happen. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, and hope you have a great week, and hope to see you next week. See ya. See you. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. It's Jamie and Adam here at the Hall of Presidents. Woohoo! Here we are. It's a nice uh, way to take a break from the heat. For sure. I am expecting a phone call, but.